1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So in the first portion, maybe the, uh, the first portion of this final hour of the Bruce Hooley Show final show before Christmas as we will be off tomorrow. Uh, And it might go the entire hour. Uh, I want to talk about uh, things that have helped me do this job in a way that's given me meaning and hopefully you meaning. I want to talk about the people who have inspired me. Uh, I want to talk about somebody who uh, inspired me last night. And then I want to talk about the one thing that is a daily source of inspiration for me, which is my faith. So... I'll just wade in, and uh, hopefully you'll stay with me, and you're invited to uh, participate if you like to via email, Bruce at 989theanswer.com, or 844-TALK-989. I follow the headlines closely every day. I was watching something the other night. My wife said, why do you watch that stuff? She didn't say it that way. She's very kind. She said, why do you watch that stuff? And I said, well, honey, this is what I do for a living. I mean, I have to know this stuff. And I have to be able to put it in the context of my faith prism and the prism of truth. And when I began this show in October of 2020, I really didn't know what I wanted this show to be. I knew what I didn't want it to be. I didn't want it to be a daily two-hour gripe session. And there'll be those of you right now who'll go, well, that's all you do is gripe. I hope that's not all I do. I hope that I frame the headlines in a context that gives you clarity uh, and texture and informs you, and enlightens you, and I will hope inspires you. But yeah, there's a fair amount of complaining. That's kind of my predisposed nature, so I have to police that. But I need to thank and want to thank some people who inspired me and gave me clarity on how I could do this job without it being a two-hour gripe session every day. And... uh, Coincidentally, I think, they're all women. They're all moms. And I affectionately refer to them as tiger moms because they're um, protective. They're powerful. And I'm talking about people like Amy Gonzalez and uh, Andrea Gross, former Columbus Academy moms. I'm talking about Lisa Chafee, Hilliard mom. I'm talking about Jen Foyt, Felicia Castle, Olin Tangy Moms. All of these uh, people have been deeply involved in an effort to clean up their local schools, to eradicate lies and damaging ideas in their schools. Now, Amy and Andrea were the first to cross my uh, awareness. They made a big Big sacrifice. They stepped into the line of fire. Columbus Academy is not a place where a departure from the approved way of the elites is welcomed. And they were literally canceled. Not allowed to continue their students being enrolled in that school because they stood up and pushed back against critical race theory and its cramming down the throats of the students. Amy and Andrea inspired me in a big way. They gave me a purpose to realize that I could bring to bear through this platform things that could really genuinely help our community, things that could integrate with, And fit perfectly into my faith prism. That telling the truth about things in our schools could be a public service. For the longest time in my career in sports, the nagging thought that I had was, what is this really worth to society? Beyond just entertainment and sports being the toy department of life, what does this matter really? And I never was really able to feel fantastic or feel entirely good about the fact that it that it did matter because I just knew inside that it really didn't matter as much as other things mattered. And I felt like God gave me an ability to talk, analyze, relate, discuss, engage. And I thought it could be used for better things than just Distracting people from the events of their life talking about football basketball whatever I still do some of that uh, in other platforms and I still enjoy it but this is what I do as a as a mission as a that gives me purpose and I thank Andrea and Amy for awakening me to that that it was possible I'll never be able to truly articulate enough how much they inspired me then and now as they found a new place for their kids to go to school they're amazing amazing women Lisa Chafee Hilliard same thing she ran for school board she didn't win she could take her ball and go home she could pout she could complain instead she's staying engaged she's continuing to meet with people she's continuing to fight and it's interesting, you know, just now I mentioned, just now those words came in my mind, continue to fight. A lot of you know that I've had a, a very long time association with Chris Spielman. And during uh, Stephanie Spielman's cancer battle, those words almost always punctuated every speech I ever heard Stephanie give, continue to fight. She meant it, continue to fight against cancer but it's no less inspiring when you see people like Amy Gonzalez, Andrea Gross, Lisa Chafee, and the next two people I'm going to mention continue to fight. Those people are Jen Foyt and Felicia Castle. They ran for school board in Tanji. They didn't win either. Big mistake, Tangy voters. You want and need people like that on your board. I hope you, in two years, get a chance to put more people like that on your board, and I hope this time you don't blow the chance. But I know Jen, and I know Felicia, and I know they haven't stopped, and I know they won't stop. And that is what Ben Dominich was talking about last night as he opened up on Fox News primetime at 7 o'clock. I like Ben Dominich a lot. I think he's a smart guy, a gifted guy. He's a guy who loves America. He loves the founding of America. He understands the necessity for America's future to be inextricably linked to its past, to its founding. That its founding was good. That its founding was well-intentioned. Not perfect, but established an ideal to aspire to. And we now have a bunch of people in our government, on both sides of the aisle, who are in it for themselves, who are not in it to uphold the bedrock values of our founders, our divinely inspired founders. So I'm going to play you the open to Ben Dominich's conversation last night with America. It went about eight minutes. It's not that. I pulled like five or six cuts from it. It's a playbook for how Andrea and Amy did it at Columbus Academy and made a difference. Even though they were forced to leave, they made a difference. It's a playbook for how Lisa is doing it in Hilliard. It's a playbook for how Jen and Felicia are doing it in Olin Tangy and it's a playbook for you if you really care about this country. Not just the schools. It's a playbook for you and your business. It's a playbook for you and your community. It's a playbook for you with your kids' sports teams. It's a playbook for you. If you have any admiration, draw any inspiration from people who've served this country, In the military, in politics, when we had statesmen serving as representatives, senators, presidents, it's a playbook for you. It works. The only question is, do we understand it, which Ben's comments will help us understand it, and then are we prepared to do it? We'll get into that next on The Bruce Willis Show. We are taking this uh, final hour of the final show before Christmas to talk about things that have inspired me, people that inspire me now, and what I hope collectively will inspire us to fight for what our country was intended to be. I mentioned the uh, moms that got involved in their schools that allowed me to capture a vision of what this show could be used for to inspire people and make you aware of things that you're not going to see on your local evening news or your national evening news. And you're not going to read in the newspaper if you bother to waste your money uh, buying what's behind the paywall at dispatch.com. Mark Twain said one time, um, it's not what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you know for sure that just isn't true. (laughs) It's not what you know That gets you in trouble. It's what you know for sure that just isn't true. Wow. Can any of us argue with that? Amid all this furor over COVID, amid all this extolling of critical race theory and social emotional learning and transgenderism and all that. Oh, it's the stuff that they know is true but just is not. That's what's got our country in trouble. That's what's got our schools in trouble. And yeah, that's what will get you in trouble if you push back against it. It is. not going to lie to you. Uh, nor did Ben Dominich lie to you last night uh, when he opened Fox News Primetime with some comments that were uh, just amazing. I mean, just utterly amazing. I'm going to play you some cuts from it. But first of all, I thought he did a great job Of framing how doable pushing back against all this stuff is but it can be doable and still not be easy
2: without thriving families and strong close-knit communities we will never rescue or rebuild this republic taking all these steps to save your community is a form of cultural voting America was never supposed to rely on government to create a moral citizenry. The citizenry produces a moral government. That's why all these small steps can be more important than voting. But also understand how far behind we are. Our churches have been demolished by the pandemic. Our institutions are feeble or overrun with wokeness. Our neighborhoods are ravaged by homelessness and drug use. Our schools are full of anti-American race baiters. Our woke military is woefully unprepared for war with China. This is going to be very, very hard.
1: It is going to be very, very hard, but it is very, very doable. And it's important to know the distinction between being against the results that have been brought about by leftist tactics and understanding the importance and the capacity of leftist tactics, because you don't have to invent a playbook to defeat leftism. You just have to follow the playbook they've already put before us. And that playbook, as Ben Dominic points out, is not, is not first and foremost, waiting for the midterm election or waiting for the next presidential election.
2: Do you think when left-wing activists ask, what can we do, they take elections have consequences, go to the ballot box in two years, as an answer, no. Because that's stupid defeatist talk that we've been fed by stupid defeatist Republicans for decades. The answer is not just to vote, it's to organize and to make it known you are organizing against the deterioration of everything that made our American communities great. So run for office, create a media organization to FOIA curriculum, start a neighborhood group Present yourself under an umbrella that welcomes all other responsible members of your community who are sick and tired of being sick and tired and are willing to stand up.
1: And that's what I've seen. That's what I've seen from Amy and Andrea at Columbus Academy. That's what I've seen from Lisa Chafee and the people who ran with her, aligned with her on the Hilliard board. She lost. Some of them won. It's not like we're not gaining. My two candidates... Bless their hearts. Erica and Sonia in Plain City, they're on the Alder board in uh, about nine days. Can't wait. Here's the other thing. Had a couple got elected in Dublin. Had one got elected in Upper Arlington. Now, if you voted for those folks, your work's not over. Keep going to those meetings. Support them in the room when they're fighting against these things. Out in the country, go to your township meetings. Find out what's going on in your schools. Find out what's going on with the money in your local community as it concerns law enforcement and other things. Go to zoning board meetings. Sounds boring, right? The consequences could be huge. Sure, it's easier. I got things to do. I want to watch TV. I want to relax at the end of the day you cannot allow the difficulty of reordering your paradigm to overwhelm you with the necessity of what must be done
2: how much easier how much more comfortable would it be to stay asleep enjoy the many worldly benefits of the on-demand economy and when it comes to politics stay quiet go with the flow just play dead counting the days until you are Meanwhile, our city streets fill with murderers set loose as cops desperately call out for backup. Deaths of despair surpass deaths from the China virus. Our birth rate falls below replacement levels. Our children's naturally inquisitive and hopeful minds, stunted already by the mediocrity of their unionized instructors, melt away before us.
1: Now, the concern is that a lot of this needs to be done most urgently in our inner cities. And those are very difficult environments to change because the people who are being victimized have to break the habit of voting for someone just because of laundry. Red laundry or blue laundry. Republican laundry or Democratic laundry. There are Bad Republicans, there are bad Democrats You have to vote for policy, not a person, because of that person's political affiliation. So I don't understand those of you in inner city Columbus who continue to vote for an all-Democratic city council. I don't understand those of you in the Hilltop and in Linden who continue to support Andrew Ginther when his policies are not helping you. It is easier. Not to fight. It is easier not to stand out, not to speak up, not to say, I'm not supporting that person because that person is hurting my neighborhood. Did you hear? I hope you'd heard, and I hope it made an impression on you. It made an impression on me. The call we received about a week ago from a Somali immigrant named Muhammad who lived in Linden, I have not been able to get him out of my mind. Thinking about the hopelessness of the neighborhood in which he lives, and he lives there because that's his community. Those are the people that he knows. But Ben Dominic has more to say, and I will as well, on this topic next.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets.
1: He was one of the most
0: respected generals in the military.
1: Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the
0: use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.